I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look at Noan and I'm gonna nod and I'm just gonna I'm we're, just gonna go in. We're gonna yeah. we're doing it. Yeah, we're that's... doing it. Here's the question: Do we actually need to spend the night, or do we want to read the scroll now and get to the next location? You could, yeah. I want to make more mango. Anybody that has a way of spying forward? Uh, yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone who has an invisibility ring, maybe. That's kind of kind of my thing, yeah. Natural. But they had an old wholesome feel to them. The ones that passed by my roots made me quiver. Oh, great! I get to roll. Chapter 287, Monastic Problems. Okay. So in the last episode, you had all begun to return to the Sea King when you ran into a force of nature and had to fight the elements to, to get back. And, and how did that go? We were alive. Yeah, I thought it actually went pretty well. It went swell. Yes. I am nice and freshly cleaned. Yes. That, that, Matthew, Swimming just so you know, I did catch that. Yes. Oh, well, I thought for Cotter it went swimmingly. Yeah, it's good that the people who fell off the ship were the ones that would have the easiest time. A getting couple back of on people got pretty salty there at the end, but it's yes. all right. Very good. Okay, we'll wave that one goodbye. And anyway, so yes, you were able to survive uh, running into a squall line out in the in the, uh, in the ocean, and uh, it it did uh, wreck some havoc with the ship. But thankfully, you have a sorcerer who has mending, and then thankfully you have a bunch of people that can do a lot of bailing and grabbing and holding. And, and actually, thankfully, you have Jade Claw, who was able to succeed on every athletics check and produce dolphins. So dolphins she's... are like, why did you spawn me in the middle of a storm? Yes. <laughs> yeah, thought that. Jade Claw's produced dolphin spell. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so um, we were able to make it there. And now you're pulling up to the island of the Sea King. And the Sea King apparently knew of your approach um, and was able to... Uh, get his retinue out to the cove where you started from. And uh, he uh, is there waiting as you are pulling up. And And as happened with the um, journey to the Horseshoe Island, you're able to basically to pull up there and then, you know, drop the sails and throw in the anchor and just basically stop with the, the nose of the craft just gently touching the sand at the bottom of the uh, of the beach there. And there you are. Zord Zerkabuli, this is where you shall step off first, and we shall follow your lead. In fact, I do, and I'll step off, and I'll say, we thank you for your aid in that tempest that that we had to make our way through. Our skills of the ship were surely tested, nonetheless. And the Sea King says to you, says, I am pleased that you were able to make it. I had great worries. For you see, even though I may be the ruler of the seas, they are a force of themselves, and I can only influence them. Hopefully my aid was enough to keep you from being badly damaged or seriously hurt. It is good to see all of you here together in one piece. Thank you, your majesty, and you know I wait for the rest of, of my crew to step off. And Creval, as you step off, um, 
the sea king's eyes fall upon you and uh, he says and you are the one who was on this quest i see you hold a different weapon but more importantly even though you physically are the same i do sense that you are different inside perhaps we must always evolve and go forward unless we stagnate and die well said well my friends uh, we must repair back to my chambers and please over another feast please inform me of your adventures for i see that you were successful we would be honored to share our tale okay and um so you really have no major problems there once again with a whole host of storm giants the any anything too big to uh to uh be frightened away is smart enough not to get too near and anything not smart enough is too small to be uh to uh bother to bother you so you're able to make your way back over to the sea king's um chambers and once again they have a feast laid out for you it, you know takes till the to the afternoon to to get it ready but uh, it gives you it gives you a chance to you know wring the the seawater out of Cotter's hair and maybe uh, clean up in some spring water so you're not all quite so salty, and uh, you're able to uh, get uh, freshened up and prepared to uh, go to the feast, and there you are. And this time it's interesting. Last time they filled the entire hall. This time there is maybe a dozen courtiers at an adjacent table but the sea king's table is now next to the smaller one that fits you yourself and he is the only one eating there and um as you know the the feast comes to a close he says now that we have supped please tell me of your adventures what befell you there what clearly it was in fact the island that you sought for you seem to be successful Tell me more about this island. Did it meet up with the history that you were expecting? And I say, as it is Creval's tale, I shall let him retell it. And the Sea King just sort of fastens his eyes on you there, Creval. I explain what we encountered upon leaving the bay, how the weather was good and the ocean smooth, due, no doubt due to his power over them i explained running into the vicious creature that seemed to reach up from the depths um and his eyebrows kind of crease a little bit as this apparently concerns him um explain how uh um determined my hunting party was in facing such a giant creature that we've not ever seen before before finally vanquishing it and he's right. kind of lets out an exclamation of surprise <clears throat> and says ah not any party could dare to chase off the mighty Kraken. You are a worthy party indeed. Thank you. Um, explain getting to the, arriving in the bay of the island we sought, uh, learning that anchors are a good thing. <laughs> um, finding the cave, uh, the interesting enchantments upon the cave, the stories that we would later live through. Um, I'll sort of uh, explain who Doi was and 
you know, indicate the glaive that I have. I won't say what it does, but and then saying that recover, it's recovering this and then making our way back, eventually the tempest and then back to your hollowed house halls. And he is suitably impressed and says, "Yes, um, we are familiar with the story of Doy. Uh, when, as you left, our librarian went and researched and found several scrolls of the ancients that." listed his life story is very fascinating and we are actually even more honored that he chose as his refuge an island in my kingdom i shall honor that island if anyone should ever return there i appreciate that greatly who knows it may be a future place for me indeed in fact i would suggest that such a fate would be an honor for someone of your religion. Indeed. And I say, Your Majesty, I may add, uh, should you more formally claim this island, uh, and I tell the, the tale of the thief, I say, I would ask that you would leave its body there as a reminder to those who would dare to defy the gods. Uh, yes, very wise, and I'm sure we can do that. I had no real designs upon the charlatan, um, if indeed that's what he was. Uh, but certainly nature will take its course. Already you expressed that the creatures of the island had nibbled away his cloak, and certainly uh, whatever effects other than metal and stone would eventually be consumed by the creatures on that island, and we will let nature take its course in, in those affairs. Okay, do you want to tell him anything else while you're there at the uh, at the feast? Have we taken the time to explain to him about Lowell and all that? You were very circumspect about that. Uh, but you do to kind of explain why why it was you were on this quest to begin with. But uh, I don't think you really laid it out in in uh, in so many words. I, I think we should. Yeah. And in, in Draconic, I, I will talk to him and say, I think he has earned our trust to know the truth. Yeah, you were not sure you wanted to tell him that that's why he had fallen into such a great depression before, but... Um, I guess now? Yeah, I think I'll spend some time talking about what we've learned about Lowell, his histories, what he's doing now, what we believe was an influencer unbeknownst to him with the fake phylactery, why we're doing the fake phylactery, even as much as mentioning the comet being a portent to the oncoming battle or war that may or may not take place. And uh, he says, yes, my astrologers have give me warning that this comet in the sky portends evil. And, and now I understand the evil it was. Um, and I was initially enraged by what you said. No one uses the king of the seas as their tool. But now I see that, like that thief in the cave, that this Lowell has stolen in and stolen the happiness from our kingdom. I am even more in your debt for the help that you have given. If ever you need my assistance, you have but to ask. 
Call upon the seas and I will hear. Thank you. I believe that should the worst occur that we will indeed reach out. Yes, I have grown to not want to underestimate the depths that this creature will sink to to destroy us all. Yes, he does seem to be devious. I think you'd be best to be on your guard at all times from now on. Anything else you want to tell him there? Anything else you want to do there at the at the feast? I literally can't think of anything. Okay. Yeah. And then, so the Sea King wishes you a good evening. Are you going to go and uh, create the temple again, or what are you going to do? I think um, we should sleep in in the quarters they provide. Okay. Yeah. Back back in the okay. uh, the, the uh, visitors uh, creating a temple in the Sea King's. Well, you did it Vill- once. But we did that kind of on the, the shore, mm-hmm. right in the middle of town. Yeah. Kind of seems gauche. Yeah. Sounds, well, well, you could go back to the Well, we did it. Yeah, we, we went the last, the first time I did this, we went to a clearing. Yeah. But we did that just because we weren't sure what we were going to do. But I think it should be a good sign of faith that we don't do that okay. this time. And uh, as you are getting ready to leave, the Sea King says, undoubtedly you will depart on the morrow. Um, but what is the method of your departure? Um would you like me to impel your craft to the shore? It would only take a matter of part of a day, and uh, then your craft would be, your ship would be there on the shoreline for you to use in the future. Or do you have some other mystical, magical way of exiting my island? We were given a scroll that expedites our travel to the next location. Ah. Um, we will actually be doing that, I believe. Okay. Well, we will keep the uh, small craft uh, safe if ever you should return for it. Thank you. Small craft. Well, I mean, they are giants, I guess. Well, and also, <laughs> like I said, it's it's like, you know, a 30, 40 foot pleasure boat. It's not exactly, a, you know, a, a big several hundred foot long galleon for transiting the ocean. It's, it's more like something you would see, like cruising around the bay of you know san francisco or boston yeah it's like a little kayak for them yeah well for them it'd be teeny but but even the the uh the uh storm king realizes that for for even for people of your size that this is like i said like a pleasure craft it's yeah. it's it's like a a, a weekender uh, sailboat something that yeah certainly you could sail on the seas with it and it's seaworthy and all that but at the same time once again this is not a uh, a ship of commerce or something like that that would have a, you know be able to uh, ply the uh, the seas in in uh, all weather and all all situations. Okay, so are you going to return to the uh, cra- well, or to here, the quarters there? Here's the question: Do we actually need to spend the night, or do we want to read the scroll now and get to the next location? You could, yeah. I want to make more mango. <laughs> I, I'm glad you like your mango, but I, I'm I mean, sure. we're all, we all have like all the world. spell slots and everything, right? Like, is I there, think we should. Yeah, yeah you're, really you're, all, you're all full to, up at this point in time. Yeah, I don't think there's really a need. We might as well just go. Yeah, I don't have my scroll because I read it after the end of Arlen's arc, so someone has to read theirs. Arlen? Should I just read the, it then? Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I'll read mine. Okay. And so just as before, um, this time Arlen pulls out the scroll and starts reading it. And um, Creval, um, as before, this as Arlen starts reading it, the rest of your companions and the island that you're on just start to slowly fade away. The, the sound of Arlen's voice becomes more and more distant as we go. And all of a sudden, Creval, you find yourself 
standing next to Arlen and Cotter in a tropical location, which seems very similar to the area down by the Delta near the old capital. And in front of you are elephantine people that are walking out of the trees. And then, all of a sudden, we have Adri and Sorzak. You walk out of your portal of fire, and you find yourself, as we said, in the hillside below your monastery. And um, your companions, once again, are with you. But once again, they're sort of desaturated and their voices seem far away and if you remember the last time that we uh visited this your group you've reappeared in like i said there's the hillside there's kind of a palisade and then the monastery is on top of that the only way really in or out is that tunnel that you exited so many months ago uh through the bronze gates that are in there and if you remember last time when you looked up there, something was amiss. There was smoke coming up from parts of the monastery that, well, where you know the parts of the monastery are, that it shouldn't be. At the same time, places it should be coming from, like the kitchen fires and things like that, the smoke is not coming up. And it set your heart at unease. You get that fe crawling feeling on the back of your neck. This isn't good. Yeah. Looks like we're going to have to uh, bring our home back to order. Suffice to say, this is not what it normally looks like? No. no. And none of the rest of you have been here. I mean, Jade, you may have actually wandered through here at some point in your explorations, but never all the way up to here and certainly never noticed that there was some sort of a settlement on the top of the cliff next to you. Um, but for the rest of you, yeah, you've never been here. You, you, and you realize, um, just kind of looking around at the, the peaks in the distance and things like that, that you have gone past here. Um, this is down in the southwest corner of the uh, Old Kingdom, south, of, uh, south and west of, uh, of uh, Waterfall City. Um, actually, not all that far from Lowford, but back in the hills a ways and quite isolated. Uh, so even though you, you've all been around here many times, you've never come all the way back here and, and seen this. So I, I explained uh, to Kraval, I say, where, the, where those columns of smoke are would assuredly be the dormitories or, or places of meditation. And it's not like there's like a raging fire going on, but it's like just a little drift of smoke. Hmm. Does it look like a raging fire has died out or a raging fire is starting? Well, roll, roll for me a nature check. Oh, great. I get to roll. I have no idea. Ooh. Oh, the exact opposite Tw of me. 21. He rolls much better in his reality. Yeah. Um, so um, you would feel that if there had been a raging fire uh, starting up, that you would be like seeing sort of that energetic growth happening. And you're not really seeing. It's just kind of drifting. Um, at the same time, it doesn't seem like a raging fire. Um, almost like there were campfires built or something like that. And the last wisps of those are beginning to drift away. Well, either way, there are unwanted visitors. Mm 
How far are we from the monastery? Well, it's just up there, but it's like there's no real way to get there except through the tunnel. Um, I'm, I'm sure you would explain that to them. Yeah, explain the tunnel, the way up, the steps. Mm-hmm. How we would, you know, walking through the steps, do our meditation, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was part of our grounding training. So I say, well, I think we need to move with haste. Yeah. Okay, so you are going to retrace your steps back to the tunnel that you exited so many months ago. And months? Yes. Jeez. Isn't that something? Feels Long like years, doesn't months, it? Yeah. All this has happened in just a matter, less than a year's time. And um, you're able to move up there and, and actually roll for everybody can either roll survival or nature as you're approaching. 19. 17. Oh, wait, sorry. No, 22. I can read Seven. numbers. <laughs> 22. Nice. I can do survival. Unless we're in the mountains. Survival 13. or... Uh, nature. Are we in the mountains by any chance? Uh, we for are survival, uh, for survival, I'll do twenty six. Twenty six as well. <laughs> okay, so um, mountain boss. Adri and uh, Jade and Creval, um, as you're approaching, all of a sudden you start seeing like twigs snapped off and you know plants that have been trampled and things like that. And uh, it happened a long time ago. Like you know, if there was a fern trampled, it has grown back and things like that. But um, not so long ago that, you know, like things have had a chance to like you know, entire branches being snapped off have had a chance to weather or anything. You can still see the fresh thing, things. And, it, you know, the your analysis would be that some force uh, maybe numbering, you know, less than 100, but more than 50 came through here. And as you get closer to the tunnel entrance, you're feeling assured that this happened. You can see multiple footsteps like, you know dozens upon dozens of footsteps that have trampled the earth here and you know basically all lead in a funnel right into the entrance of the tunnel are there like a tree nearby well there's lots of trees nearby cool i'm gonna pull up next to one and i'm gonna cast speak with plants uh-huh and uh, hey buddy what went on here? Hey, what, kind, what kind of tree would you <laughs> hey like <man>. to uh <laughs> would, would you like to talk to a, a doug fir no, well, then no, that wouldn't no. be planted anymore. <laughs> Doug fir. Wow, keep going. What trees are nearby? There's, pick, pick. Basically, like, yeah. it's an oak scrubland. So there's basically yeah. a lot of oak trees there. Pull up to an oak tree. Yes. Can speak with plants. And yeah, so are you going to go for one of the big gnarly old oaks or yeah. a little sapling gnarly? gnarly and one. okay, so More you cast that. Plant eyes. And what, <laughs> what, what, what are you going to say once uh, you pass that? Pardon me. And it says, hello, little one. What can I do for someone as you? I would just like to know what passed through here on the way to the monastery. Just a short time ago. And actually, roll me wisdom real quick. Probably more like in the last couple months. <laughs> 18. Yeah, so yeah, you, you realize that a short time to an oak tree that lives hundreds of years could be several months ago. And it says, just a short time ago, a large group of creatures, humanoid in shape and size, all approached with great stealth and rushed into the entrance. Uh, 
Did they, I like asked, did they appear to be undead? Did they appear to be undead? Will all of you look similar to us as we trees Did look they similar seem to you? Unnatural. But they had an own wholesome feel to them. The ones that passed by my roots made me quiver. Hmm. And they were great stealth, so that's probably not zombies. Yeah. Um did they have did do, they have metal? Can you ask them about you? if they had like any any weapons on them? Or maybe maybe because what he could be saying is like oh no, if they were unwholesome it probably wouldn't be the monks evacuating. I've well we've I have tried not to push you too too far on what goes on in, in in your monastery, but I guess now would be a good time. Do you have a monster that you fight against? Do you have mm, I mean not really. We're just we're, our whole thing was just, just we are an order that's seeking wholeness of body and all that we're, we're generally peaceful yeah and those of us with the temperament to uh not be content to meditate our yeah. days are 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 given the uh the mission to see the outside world such as yeah this. yeah i mean i always i always kind of pictured what our monastery is like it's like it is a place that should the path of whatever your personal spiritual path is lead you there and to stay there then you will but there's nothing like keeping you there either so you don't know if there was another school whatever this is that would have been like not dive if not opposed to you would have been just might would see you as a waste of time and might have come here to sack so so was there a i, cobra I guess kai? what i'm i don't exactly. i don't believe am so. i asking is there not, like at least not that or... not that no one or i no, would have been yeah. aware of Certainly nothing you ever heard about. No, nothing that we would know about. And in fact, I mean, the, there wasn't like any even like sparring matches set mm-hmm. up between competing dojos or anything like no. that. I mean, you no. were pretty much autonomous and, and isolated in the yeah. mountains. And I yeah. would think if there was even the hint of a threat, we'd have some sort of archers paroling around. Right, you know? right. Yeah. No, it's it's our monastery was just a place that you could go to learn about your spirituality, to hone your body. But there's nothing like keeping you there. Like you didn't have to stay. So... I thought that in order to leave, you had to have another person who also wanted to leave. Hence, how you and no one. I think that was a coincidence. Row. We both did kind of like the well, hey, the, you're the, leaving. The, the gates did have two sets of handprints, so it took two people at a time oh, to yeah, do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So apparently, you if you left, you have to had to leave with a buddy. Yeah. We have a new. All right. Well, uh, shall we do our own stealth forward, or do we have anybody that has a way of spying forward? Uh yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone who has an invisibility ring, maybe. That's kind of kind of my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you guys want to stay within say, thirty feet of me, Adri, you are the one best equipped to. Yeah. Do we want to wait till it's like maybe twilight or so, like a little bit darker? Yeah, that's probably the best. Okay. okay. So give you all the advantages. Yeah. So let's wait till it's maybe closer to like sunset. And although let's... it's going to be pretty gloomy in that tunnel. There's no elimination. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't bother me. I mean, most of us have mm-hmm. dark vision. Yeah. It'd just be Creval that we'd be worried about. Well, he has the uh, owl eyes. That's true. I have goggles. So we're good. We're good. So let's wait till Twilight just for okay. the approach okay. part of it. So two guys named Jacob and Edward come along <laughs> and... No? Okay. Yeah. 
anyway so yes the the sun begins to fade you, you all go to ground and uh you're annoyed by several buzzing insects and things like that but nothing else uh, more in fact actually uh, everybody roll up for a perception and you uh adri and sorzak with advantage i already get advantage so, I get so you get double, double advantage, advantage. So Sweet. you can roll three times Ooh. oh well 15. that didn't matter uh 29 22 15 18 30 okay so um yeah it definitely occurs to I you I saw that Matthew Adrian and <laughs> yeah and, uh, it definitely occurs to you there Craval that um this really personifies the cliche of it's quiet too quiet it's too quiet mm-hmm. Adri, you would expect to at least hear something mm-hmm. you know um you know the the students doing their exercises or people even, you know, clattering bowls in the kitchen or some other chores or work being done around the monastery should produce some noise and you're not hearing anything. And just, you know, like I said, those little wisps of smoke seem to kind of drift almost out and then back a little bit and then almost out again. Um, It's eerie. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I can. I'll cast past without a trace. You all can stay like thirty feet behind me, kind of maybe branch yourself out or into the. Jade could cast past without a trace. And oh, that's true. And then I can I can to. go ahead. So mm-hmm. I'll cast past without a trace for myself, and then you could do that for yes. for the rest of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, I will focus my ring, um, and I'll shadow step as a bonus action so that wouldn't mm-hmm. undo my invisibility right well not unless you're using it to attack okay or something. so okay yeah. okay so um i'll so, yeah. have my ring mm-hmm. just for complete invisibility but i will shadow step my way just among the trees and things up until the gate okay um see what i can see and how long are the rest of you waiting before you start going up there yourselves I will wait I'll, I'll come back okay yeah okay. but i mean if i'm not back within like one minute well, it's going to take Five, several minutes. It's going to take me some time ten to get minutes, there. Ten okay. minutes. Okay. Yeah. Ten minutes. If so I'm not you, back within ten minutes, yeah. So are you going to just go up to the to the entrance to the tunnel, or what are you going to do? Well, yeah, I mean, I'll just go to the entrance to the tunnel, because okay. I don't want to go into the tunnel without yeah. the party. So you peer into the tunnel, and give me investigation. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Three. No, okay. So yeah, it, <laughs> the tunnel looks completely dark to you. Sweet. Um, it, it basically... Um, yeah, darkness had fallen, and you, you, I mean, obviously, your your uh, low light vision allows you kind of to see forward, but but um, I don't notice anything. Um, yeah, it's just because the tunnel is like a hundred and something feet long, and the mm-hmm. gates are about somewhere in the middle there. Just in case it matters yes. to anything you're machinating on, my passive perception is a twenty three. Yeah, and um, you missed a giant. Yes, <laughs> Basculus running out. But no, yeah, so from at least where you are at the entrance to the tunnel, nothing seems up. But once again, just that feeling that something's off. Okay, well, I'll, I'll come back then and I'll report that that uh, I didn't see anything, but it still feels like there's something wrong. So she comes in, pops back into vision there and goes, ah! And <laughs> I'll just, I'll, yeah, I'll appear right behind no one. Yeah. My reflexes <laughs> backhand, and oh, my sorry. reflexes catch it. Yeah. yeah, and then we nod approvingly. Yeah, nice. I will turn this car around right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 
we'll turn this adventure down and go home. Okay, so what are you going to do? We You're, can't. It's I, on we fire. We might as well just go in. I mean. I'm feeling antsy that, yeah, that I'm tired of it's waiting. It's weird. Okay. So is the whole group just going to advance up the tunnel together or are you going to have Adri scouting ahead again? Or what um, do do? I'll still try to scout ahead, but maybe okay. like maybe be within... We'll, scout. we'll stay within the 30 feet of okay. each well, other, and though. Well, scout into the tunnel. Yeah, okay. that's that's what I mean. So everybody give me your stealth rolls as uh, you go up the tunnel. Plus 10 to your so stealth. Am I for casting it? Yeah, I guess. Why not? Then if we get split up, there's still like a little bit of a buffer. So plus 10 to yours, whoever's bubble you're 27 in. 27 for Caval. You have advantage now, too. I rolled a four, so I have 24. Well, she has advantage if she puts her hood up on her cloak. Yeah, yeah. 24 as well. 19, 20, 23, which is kind of a bummer because usually it's a lot more than that. You rolled a nine, Arlen. Don't even try. I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> you, so what's your, is that why it was 19? 19, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, wait, 24. 33. Okay, 24. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot because, okay, 33, not so 23. So 19 was 37. the lowest we got here. <laughs> really? Nice. So 19 was the lowest we got. That's a pretty good number. So yeah, you guys are all really silent as you head up the tunnel. And you're actually only in the tunnel for a short distance there when um, you see in the in front of you, you know that there's two large bronze gates. And one of them is not just open, but hanging slightly askew as if it's been ripped off his hinge. Ripped? Not battered? Well, battered would be a good way to okay, do it. Okay, well, there's... Maybe like it got got rammed and then it was just hanging off the hinges. Well I asked oh. there's rammed versus some creature that maybe just, just simply ripped, ripped it. it off. The yeah. Do you want to do you want to go up and take a look? Yes. Okay. So yeah. um as you approach yeah it has been And I'll go up with him. battered from this side inward. Mm -hmm. Um and if you remember it opened outward. Mm -hmm. So basically it was just battered open from this side and yeah it, it's hanging out only on the bottom hinge the top one having been ripped completely. And actually roll for me perception for the two of you since you're up there. 17. Uh, 28. Yeah, both of you detect that there are huddled forms on the floor just beyond the gate. Huh? Lots do, of them. Do they look like monks? Um, do you want to approach and see? Well, yeah. can I see robes? Um, well, it's kind of you know dark and, and indistinct at this point, but uh, as you approach the door... Yeah, though these are monks lying basically strewn on the side as if they provided some sort of resistance here in the tunnel and were overcome. They're just basically thrown up against the walls, thrown on the floors. Um, and there's people here you knew. How old, how, how fresh are they? Um, there is a stench in the air. This happened some weeks ago maybe a month how many in total um you can see at least 30 um whatever it was was a pitched battle here are there any anything that looks like a campfire that might be active not here no there's no no smoke no fire in this in this tunnel but outside, we're looking outside. Well, so. you, you you would look up the tunnel yeah. from here to the other end of it, and it's you know just would be just kind of a haze in the distance, you know, because it's now twilight and there's not a lot of light coming down the tunnel. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look at Noan and I'm gonna nod 
and I'm just gonna I'm we're, just gonna go in. We're gonna yeah. we're doing it. Yeah, we're that's... doing it. Okay, so you're gonna sprint up yeah. the thing. Okay, yeah. so the rest of you, you guys all are of a following sudden, or you're not. The monks just take off. Yeah. You guys realize you're gonna outrun run. us by like and no that, problem. Right? And yeah. actually, um, everyone can roll for me insight, Every, including us, or no? Okay, to, to figure out what you guys are doing. Thirteen. So they just take off. Yeah. As far as you're concerned, Jade, you're like, what, what, what? I'm Six, running five, after. <laughs> you're like, 14. <laughs> okay. Still, still a little quizzical. What was that, uh, Kraval? I rolled a five. I, I, okay. I don't, it doesn't take a brilliant. You, you were, you were, you were basically examining one of the bodies and then all of a sudden you look up and the monks are gone. Yeah. It doesn't take a, uh, to take a genius to know what happened. I'm just going to start. I'm not, yeah. I can't, I can't keep up with them. No. Nope. So I'm just going to start making my way down the tunnel. In tomorrow. Arlen, what'd you get? Okay, yeah. So once again, you were looking at the bodies and yeah. so yeah, you guys just look up and all of a sudden, uh, well, for, for Kraval and, and Arlen, you just look up and boom, the, the monks are gone. And um, and then for uh, the rest of you, you, you're watching them and then you just see the monks just boom, take off. Mm-hmm. So what are you all going to do? Chase I, after already, them. I already said I'm chasing after them. Yeah. Kraval is going to follow about as much speed as he did during the dragon event, yes. which means not very fast at all, but he's going to try. <laughs> well, you, you can, you can he's going to drag his feet. He's yes. dragging his feet. Yeah, yeah. He's dragging his feet. Yeah. I do have dragon feet. Okay. Anyway, so you take off up there. You can hear your party. Actually, everyone roll for me. Um, uh, that's not uh, the monks. Uh, a, a stealth roll with disadvantage. Yeah, because now we're out of there. You, I mean, you still have. Well, you still have Jades. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. Yeah, you get plus 10 on it. But this will be disadvantaged because you're taken off at a high speed. 33. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So 16. She, so she comes in on cat's paws. Plus, uh, plus 10. Remember that you have the pass by that trace. Yep. So um, it, it's, you You can, the monks, you, you can hear your party behind you. Um, you can hear most of even, your even, party Even them with them trying to be quiet. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's not a good thing that we can hear them. Yeah. But you go racing up the tunnel into where it opens into the courtyard there and you just stop because this is a scene of carnage there are just bodies lying here and there all across the courtyard and you find that the fires are basically just from little bits of trash and stuff that apparently were lit on fire in whatever titanic battle took place here and there's you know little little bits of wood are just smoldering out um and uh you know you know basically having like that shed burned down and it just you know smoldered there probably for weeks and weeks and then a little part of it caught on fire again and uh, just a little drift of smoke goes off there there anything than our uh brothers and sisters strewn about uh, well, these these are your, your. Well, is there anything else? Did they did they manage to drag yeah, one of the assailants that's, down? That's like, are inter- any of them? That's the interesting thing. There's no other bodies here, only the monks. So whoever did this is either still here, or is long gone. It said, and the tree said that it was a lot of of creatures yeah. right okay and i say adri if there's anyone who survived it is our master yeah let's let's book it to to their his, chambers his chambers yeah okay so um you basically start 
across the courtyard and then roll for me perception you two 20 so 16 um all of a sudden Craval just comes to a skidding halt and kind of puts his arm out adri something moved over there and it was one of the bodies they may not be dead after all are we gonna have to fight can i send out a pulse of of awareness so sense wait is wait is did the rest of the party catch up to us? No, you're in the middle of the courtyard running there at the oh, entrance so I, to the tower. Oh, we were, we were going to. But yeah, you just, you, Craval just saw you stop all of a sudden right in the middle of this courtyard. And Craval, you send out that pulse. And you are surrounded by undead. No! And that's where we're going to stop today. Bro, this is awful! Okay, well, we've finished up Craval's tale, and that seemed to go pretty well. He was able to report back to the Sea King, and they made it safely out there with the Glaive of Doi. But now we're on to Adri and Sorzak's tale, and things are not well at the monastery. As, as uh, Bryce said when we first did our little blurb about everybody arriving where they're arriving, they get the full monastery experience. Um, okay, so behind the scenes DM uh, thing here. This was supposed to happen a long time ago, but the two monks never returned back to their monastery. If you listen through the series, there's a couple of times when they're in the area that I mentioned, and your monastery is just up the hill, and they never took the bait. So, uh, yeah, this was supposed to happen a while ago, but it didn't, so now it's happening now, and things are not looking good. It appears the monastery has been overrun, but now it seems like maybe the fallen monks are undead too. What's going to happen? We'll have to wait till the next episode to find out. Until then, rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>